Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us on this beautiful Sunday. Um, I'm here with my co-host. I'm Kevin. I'm Curio. And this is another great episode of Lights Out F1 Podcast. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. Uh, um, it's, have some positivity, man. <laughs> it's a uh, off week. Uh, we have, uh, it's been a week since the yeah. Russian Grand Prix in Sochi. Yeah. Um, and so we got, we're just decided to continue a topic that we kind of touched on uh, some ago. episodes ago. We haven't yeah. finished since then. Um, rivalries Part 2. Yeah, yes. the, some of the best title rivalries. Um, so I think we left off, we finished off with Schumacher and Hakkinen. Um, yeah. So yeah, just kind of got through all the Schumachers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think an honorable mention would be Schumacher, um, Alonso, you know, that 2005, 2006 mm. time when... Ferrari yeah. teammates. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Ferrari teammates. Or was, uh, it was Alonso. <laughs> no, 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 Alonso was at Renault. Renault. He's at Renault. <laughs> Sorry, so I, I, I nodded my head. I was like, hold up. Yeah, no, but it was... You know, you could look at it as kind of reminiscent to what Verstappen is doing to Lewis now. You know, it's mm-hmm. this young, exciting mm-hmm. talent. Um, we haven't seen Verstappen win the title yet, but he's on the trajectory. There were a lot of parallels. So. I remember in the beginning of the year they were showing a lot of parallels. Yeah, no, from I think Alonso. That year. I think mm-hmm. the parallel would be that Schumacher was still in a strong race winning car. He was still driving well, but Alonso just had that. Also, yeah, kind of, kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, pretty much at the top of his game. But then here comes this young gun. You know, with a proper car and um, very aggressive driving style, yeah, very feisty. aggressive, yeah, feisty, um, <laughs> but very like tactically literate. So, mm-hmm. um, you can see that parallel and why I think it would be an honorable mention. But um, I think one of the biggest ones was just a, a year long actually was Hamilton Alonso. Mm. <clears throat> that rookie season, yeah, the 2017 yeah. season at McLaren. What, what a way to come into the league, right? Yeah, to lose a championship by like and to a fight. It was like a point, or, a point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. This is this is a Crazy. double champion, Alonso. You know, uh, against the rookie, he left Renault to go to McLaren. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in because of the new regs, he thought McLaren would ace it. And in all fairness, they did. But mm-hmm. he was paired with a rookie that he did not realize would be um, another seven-time world champion. <laughs> which yeah, I think we might see um, some parallels with that and Lewis, like reverse with Lewis in the Alonso role, kind of with George Russell as the as the mm, upstart yeah, young definitely, driver. Definitely, yeah, I know. Him. A lot of people may be making that comparison, but I know Toto was saying he needs to like condition and calibrate Russell. That was just weird. <laughs> Whatever that means. Whatever that means. Well, because also like Lewis has never been like that quote unquote superior person in that relationship. He's always always been like what relationship? Either an equal compared to Valtteri. Or... I mean, he's definitely Wait, like the you're talking about what, as a teammate? like in a in like a teaching perspective. Yeah, because like George, oh, like, like George is he's the young, older yeah, one. Yeah, like he's the older. Oh, one. Oh yeah, kind of these no, he's always skills. had. Teammates pretty who close are pretty yeah. seasoned, yeah. or like yeah. So like, I feel like him. it's going to yeah. be really interesting to see what approach he takes. Definitely. I think is he going to be an Alonso? Is what, he going to beat him? What up I every see race? happening is yeah. like um, Toto's probably saying like you're coming into this team, but you're not taking the reins right away. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, you're gonna just get used to it, learn from it, and then when your time is going to come, it'll it'll come. You know, unless but unless but we know how fast. ambitious unless like the young guys like Verstappen, Leclerc. We we saw with Leclerc and Vettel. He initially yeah. accepted that number two right. role, but but he's just so fast yeah. that things switch. Like, like how can you hold him? Yeah, yeah. So um, we'll see. It, that's why that's what makes it so interesting, right? You know, that's what yeah. adds to the drama. But um, yeah, back to the Hamilton Alonso rivalry in two thousand seven. They were teammates, and um, yeah, Hamilton gave Alonso a real run for his money. Yeah. Um, there was even some cheeky tactics, mind <laughs> games, times, and yeah, such. like at Hungary. Yeah. Just fucking each other's qualities and the, um, the mind games, the whole blocking the pit list, pit box and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah stuff a like lot that. A lot of uh, underhanded tactics. Yeah, all while like tactics. Lewis was um he was slated as like this, like the 
fast kid on the block. You know, there was a lot of pressure. Yeah. And I think uh, it made for a dramatic season, especially how Kimmy won the championship by, like you said, just a single One point. point. Yeah. Um, and crazy. Alonzo and Hamilton tied on points. That's that's crazy. Pretty spectacular. Yeah. Um, but that was a heated one. It was so heated it pretty much forced Alonzo to leave McLaren. Um, <laughs> he feel like he didn't have their backing and Ron yeah. backing, so he. I think he Tried packed it. it up to go to back to rental, right? Yeah, and then he uh, took his hiatus and came back to Alpine, right? <laughs> I think he went to Ferrari before. That's true. I feel like well, I was <laughs> and then, say, and we then were definitely Ferrari, Ferrari and then McLaren. I'm tired. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Kirill's had a, a long day, but um, uh, yeah, he did that, and so that's been his career. And then he took the hiatus. True. Now back at Alpine. Yes. But even um, for like Lewis coming into the league and the first person you have to Beating fight. a double world champion. Is yeah, it's Fernando high Fernando Alonso of all people too. I like, think it's just testament oh. to how good you know he's always been. You I know? think it also yeah. shows why he is who he is, like why he's always serious because his first year in the league he was his teammate Already. was low key always mm-hmm. serious. <clears throat> he was hardened yeah, yeah, so by like, that. That's just like the way that he kind of got yeah. brought up in F one. I mean, yeah, I mean as far as like people to learn from coming in as a rookie, I mean Fernando Alonso is like pretty good role model yeah, I to follow i mean two, two championships isn't it's not seven but it's not it's not bad at all no and i think he was a little unlucky or not unlucky but he missed out like i think someone said like five points is the difference between his two championships and five championships i think uh Lewis? no no Alonso. Alonso. yeah um i think you have 2012 in brazil you have the race in abu dhabi i think 2010 mm-hmm. if i am not mistaken and another one that i'm missing i think that's the third crazy. one, obviously. I mean, yeah, he, but he's always, always been come close. I think yeah. he's always come close, and Several Alonso times. has outperformed his car in numerous seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely the notable ones being 2012 in the Ferrari mm-hmm. and 2018 in that dog shit McLaren. <laughs> <laughs> so, Christ. yeah, I mean, it's the truth. It's but, true. Yeah, it was not a good um, car. But yeah, I digress. Uh, that was a great rivalry <laughs> in 2007. Um, After that, I think moving on, the big one in the early 2000s. Now, this one, I guess you'd label it a rivalry, but it, it looks like a beatdown on the points. But there was still a lot of um, points of contention and flashpoints. Was um, Sebastian Vettel and Mark Webber mm-hmm. in the Red Bull days? Yeah, I mean, they were in the first couple of years when they were contending for championships, 2010, 2011, like. They were neck and neck like throughout most of the yeah. season. Like I yeah. think Seb didn't pass Mark Webber in the drivers' championship until like the last race of 2010. I think. Yeah, so I guess yeah. I should rephrase it. Mark Webber wasn't just like he was some no chump, you know. Yeah. Come he was a great number two driver. Oh, yeah. Multi twenty two, I believe. Yeah, and then the, the gap kind of started. Multi twenty one era. Multi twenty one. I mean. Yeah, the that was I believe that Malaysia. Was I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think everyone knows about that pretty much. If you don't by now, then <clears throat> that was pretty much a race where um, Webber was leading. Uh, Vettel was close behind, and he was told to hold position. But Vettel, <clears throat> being the the young ambitious guy he was, he <laughs> coming just went off for a championship, it. yeah, he was yeah. he was faster, so he, he he just went for it. <laughs> Get out of the way, and, old um, man. They got pretty close. You know, they risked retiring, not retiring, but if they crashed, obviously it's a loss yeah, of points it was for them. Definitely getting a little yeah. testy out there. So yeah, it caused some uh, tension in the the break um, room or cool down room or whatever. Yeah, I mean, no question. I mean the treatment of mark weber uh, <clears throat> by like helmet marco especially in red bull like yeah, management it's very i mean second class to like how max is number two gets like you know degraded nowadays like i mean yeah. it's like if you're if you're gonna be at red bull like you but this time you know like if you're not helmet marco's like prodigy like vettel or yeah. Verstappen, like you're just gonna be the number two like that's yeah. just like how it's gonna be i think it's interesting how open mark weber was about it though like mm-hmm. 
how he said on the little podium during that multi 21 race or after he said, Oh, and Seb will get protection as usual. You know, just like stuff like that. Like he would yeah, not bad for number two driver. Yeah. Not bad for number. Yeah. He, he was pretty vocal about it. And, uh, I think that took that, that kind of thing. It took a toll on you mentally. Yeah. I mean, he, he, Helmut Marco said some terrible stuff to him. <laughs> he, he was, <laughs> Carol, you, you were reading favors. Adrian Newey's book. Recently. Yeah. We talked about this a little bit you last read, week, the book, but, uh, <laughs> you read this passage. You want yeah, to share it with um, us? I don't remember the year. I think it's 2010 or 2011 um, in Valencia, Spain for the European Grand Prix. Uh, and like historically, I guess Valencia isn't Mark Webber's strongest track. So Helmut Marco, uh, in one of the practice sessions, he comes up to Mark Webber in the garage and he says, uh, Mark, you usually shit on Valencia. Will this year be any different? Oh my God. <laughs> to his own driver. I mean, that's, his own that's driver. brutal. I think it made me think of like... Some of the older two Ks, the older NBA two K games, <laughs> where you much. can be like a my GM and bring in a player, and you can either like tell them they suck to motivate them, <laughs> or like coddle them. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. yeah, he always chooses. Yeah, he, chooses he, he does the, not coddle his drivers. Yeah, just Max shit on sometimes. His driver. Yeah, but um, that's rough. I mean, I don't think any Red Bull driver has had as bad to the main Mark driver yeah. compared yeah. to Mark, Mark They yeah. they seem to mistreat their Australian drivers. <laughs> I guess that's tragic. Yeah, I mean, not even Who Ricardo are you referring though. To over there, Kevin? Gets treated Ricardo as bad as Mark Webber. Uh, oh. <laughs> I don't know if you knew Webber was Italian. No, Australian. <laughs> what? <laughs> Excuse me. Plot twist. Apologies. Plot twist. Uh, Long day for all of us. Uh, <laughs> Australian correction. Sorry. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, on. moving on to the second half of the 2010s. Yeah, um, uh, I mean, coming into the Lewis the biggest dominance of Mercedes. Uh, Hamilton, yeah. Osberg, right? Um, yeah, I mean, that's the, the defining of the rivalry of the yeah. 2010. Yeah, so yeah. after um, Schumacher called it quits in 2012, Lewis was, you know, his replacement. And uh, I don't know, they, it's it's a it's a very complex rivalry because there's so much backstory History. that even yeah. Mercedes didn't really take into consideration of how yeah. complicated it is. Mm-hmm. But um, basically... For those who don't already know, like the story between Hamilton and Rosberg, I'll try to just give a short summary. Um, they grew up in karting together. Um, there was a period of like a year or two where Hamilton said they pract- they were best friends. They practically lived with each other. They traveled together on the same team. And, um, you know, they grew up very differently. Hamilton, um, Hamilton obviously grew up with a lesser means than Rosberg. His dad was working like four jobs just to support his karting. You have Rosberg, whose dad is a Formula One champion. So uh, I think it's interesting to bring add those elements in. And uh, it seems like Hamilton would edge him out, you know, in karting, uh, if you look at it overall. Yeah, I mean, historically, I think the Lewis has the edge in the rivalry going back yeah, since Yeah, I think that kids. definitely yeah. plays a part in it. But they pair up. And, you know, initially, like, they're still friends, you know. Like, it's going pretty well. Yeah, it's like a Especially, childhood dream like, to be, like, 2013 exciting to pair up with yeah. each other. Yeah. 2013, like, they were competing for, you know, some podiums. And they even got one race win, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so, at the time, you're not competing for a championship. So, it's not as tense. But come 2014, even at the start, I don't, I don't think it was too bad yet. But, you know, they just had, like, incidents start to come. And I think, like, team orders being disobeyed and shit like that. I think you just, they kind of lost the, I guess they didn't feel obligated to respect each other on track, but there's a lot of notable incidents. The, probably the most famous one is like 2016 in Barcelona. Which was Nico's championship year. Yeah, yes. That was, um, that was one of the biggest one. I think like Hamilton moved on the inside. I think Rosberg was like, he says he was in an incorrect engine setting, but he went to close the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one was, 
I don't really know who they blamed more, but that was a big one. They had Austria, Austria. 2016. Tough. Where I think that one was a lot more definitively Nico's fault. Mm-hmm. He just like, he just basically didn't allow Lewis to turn. I think um, he, he overstepped the mark there for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Rosberg came out worse because I think he got damaged. Lewis went on to win that race. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have other incidents like, <laughs> like Rosberg um, pulling over in Monaco to keep Paul. Oh, they, that's like they, he he parked his car pretty much, like said Michael he Schumacher. like yeah. locked up or something, or like I don't know, missed his braking reference point. Yeah, they caused a double yellow. Lewis had to abort his lap. He was pissed off, obviously. Just other team order stuff. Oh, there's the one in Spa where they hit each other. I mean, um, a lot of incidents between those two. Yeah, I could go leads. on and yeah. on, and obviously that added element of Rosberg always getting beat. He was fed up. Oh, and then the cooldown room moment where. Rosberg threw the cap back at Hamilton. Yeah, the, Lewis, that like, was like, like kind of like the public like flashing point, like where everyone saw that, like oh they used to be like childhood friends and now they like they're not they're anymore. Not it's kind of yeah. like it's like yeah. when everyone like it was real, revealed that it was like really breaking down, you know. I think to the public. Yeah, no, I but, also think it's worth mentioning that Rosberg didn't always lose. I mean, he did finally get the. I mean, he did, he did twenty sixteen, and then did no. That's out. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's why decided, it made it you know. so much sweeter. And then, like you were, like you were just about to say, yeah. he decided just dipped. <laughs> he just said bye because he <laughs> really gave it everything. I'm sure it took a toll on him. Yeah, it he took just, everything. And I mean, he Mark Webber had like the same kind of ordeal. I believe as soon as he left Red Bull, he was done. He didn't come back. Oh, like once Seb left? Yeah, like as soon as his like whole ordeal with Seb was over, he was probably <clears throat> mentally exhausted as well. So that's why he probably didn't want to come back too. I forget. I don't know. I don't know the but sequence don't know of time, time where yeah, Weber was replaced time, by Ricardo. Yeah, because Weber left, then Ricardo came in for yeah, a few and years. Partnered Vettel, yeah. Yeah. And but I, I mean, think, definitely that kind of relationship yeah. has got to take a toll on you. I yeah, mean, definitely. And it, I mean, it's got to like be the Nico depressing. And Lewis was definitely the most yeah. obvious. Yeah, because I mean, it goes back like since they were in go karts and they were like they were yeah. kids. Yeah. I mean, it's so sweet though. I I see why Rosberg retired the way he did. You know. Yeah, it's only hundred million dollars on the table. Yeah, he turned down hundred million. That's crazy. Man. That was very who crazy. knows how many more championships I think That's the whole true. paddock knew at the time too because I remember more. Ricardo at his retirement or not the retirement party but the F1 end of the year banquet they were asking people about it and Ricardo's like yeah we know we turned down a fuck ton of money so like <laughs> exactly. and he was like big ups to him for doing that yeah <laughs> um, I mean he's probably making bank now too just like working as a reporter doing whatever he wants just on his, his YouTube channel his vlogs <laughs> oh Rosberg yeah. yeah bro yeah man lives the fucking life yeah, he just yeah. gets he to, does what he wants he just, he just goes around customizing like expensive hypercars he's a part time Sky Sports he, F1 he does pundit. get to live with the thought of being the only rival to beat Lewis in an equal for car. now in an equal car Jensen Button's now. done it too Oh, he did it one year. We did. We did just completely go over. We didn't even speak about. Well, there wasn't too many points of contention between the two. That's why I'm not gonna. Yeah, it wasn't very like stretched out rivalry. rivalry. um, Mm -hmm. I think they had a one of the healthier relationships, Mm -hmm. definitely as Lewis's teammate, probably second to Valtteri. Yeah, I mean compared to Nico and Fernando for sure. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But yeah, I mean, I mean, other um, rivals, I guess, from the turbo hybrid era for Lewis. Seb for Vettel. sure, Seb Vettel, yeah, one of his biggest yeah. thorns in his um, side. This one's interesting just because, like, the, there'll always be points it's where it's car. <laughs> not even that year. He wasn't even challenging that year because yeah. he oh. only had one race win, I uh. think. Oh, it should be two. Canada should have been his. Mm-hmm. Um, but 2017 and 2018 mainly, um, you know, Vettel would get pretty damn good, and Ferrari would get good starts of the season, but it seemed like different to how Red Bull conducts themselves this year. Ferrari just seemed to bottle their strategies and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like their a car seemed to thing. fall a little short the second half, like especially that 2018 season. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was 
2018 season, though, I think changed when um, Vettel crashed at Hockenheim. That was a big mental, like that was where he, that's where he like, lost championship in his mind. I think and that's like I think that's where he lost his confidence. That's what kills you. For a couple yeah. Of years, and then actually. for Lewis to go from 14th to first there is just like icing on the cake. But um, in addition, like even for Kimi, like Ferrari was just fucking up the strategies and stuff. But he definitely Vettel and Hamilton those years definitely gave some great entertainment. Yeah, you have the here comes Sebastian Vettel moment like at Spa, things like that. But um, it was a good rivalry, but I think Lewis would tend to win the championship pretty early. It also was yeah. pretty he, Both years lived. he won by the time they were in Mexico. I mean, they were, I mean they've were. they been racing for... Because they came in the F1 like, around yeah. the same time. I think, I think it's interesting just because like, 2010 to 2013, Vettel was Vettel's had, like, time, yeah. the more like dominant car, obviously, more reliable. Yeah. And then, and then from like pretty much... And the, since then, almost. And then, you know, yeah. Mercedes era, like... That was the dominant car, so it's gonna be. I don't know to measure those against each other. It's yeah. like a little harder yeah. for some reason, but but they did have that one year where we can measure them. Against yeah, each but other. I would say 2018 Vettel still did make a lot of self-induced mistakes mm-hmm. you know, for sure. And spins. Yeah. Could, could you imagine though if Vettel like signed with Mercedes, Mercedes? instead of Lewis? It's crazy. Lewis went to Red Bull or something. I that, that would be, be crazy. I think Red Bull I don't know. I feel like that, there were talks. That's crazy. Lewis to Red Bull was oh, a yeah, real Lewis to Red Bull possibility. Was in the talks. Jesus. Yeah. But if Vettel went to like Mercedes, I think he could have gotten to seven. Eleven time world champion. But I think he was he used to Eleven. lose motivation oh, at some point, right? Wow. Like, imagine winning from like twenty ten to twenty. F one would F one would lose a lot of. Yeah, that'd be insane. Yeah, they'd have to do something. They'd probably like <laughs> ban like, Sebastian Vettel. The regulations or, like, probably would have been in place earlier. earlier. Something. Yeah. I don't know. That's just too much winning. But yeah, I mean, they were both like the two most dominant drivers of the 2010s oh, yeah, of the era. The, I mean, no doubt. to see I them. Two of the three champions. Rosberg was the, yeah, they're the yeah. two of only the three one, champions. right? To, besides them to win. In the 2010s? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you count Jensen. Oh, no, that was 2009. That's 2009. Exactly. Yeah. GP days. Um But. I think now we come to today our most uh, recently emerging <laughs> Yeah, it's rivalry. still a very early in the story of this rivalry. Yeah, just because they've never quite had equal cars until like now, I'd say. And yeah. this is the first year they've and really... Their first yeah, real fight. Yeah. Verstappen yeah. and Lewis, yeah. right? But Two point difference. What a season it's been. Like, oh my goodness. Like the amount of times the lead has changed between them, the mm-hmm. times like they've, you know, come to contact or side by side or just really close to contact. Mm-hmm. It's made for probably a season that we'll look back like and be like, yeah, that shit was legendary. Yeah, so I mean, so far this season is a treat. I mean, even yeah. races that we expected to be boring, like France was a big one uh, last week. Sochi, I mean, Sochi, Sochi is not something people yeah. look forward to, but those are two great races this season. Yeah. And that just tells you, it shows you how exciting and how closely matched this this rivalry is. I think just like with how close the cars are and how evenly matched they are. It just goes down who really executes the strategy better mm-hmm. at this point. You know, the win- a winner is always going to be in the balance, I think, this year. Um, especially because like, the rest of the tracks, I think, are a pretty mixed bag of Red Bull favoring and Mercedes favoring tracks. I think you have, like, mm-hmm. I think Austin and Abu Dhabi, you could say, are Mercedes favoring tracks, but Brazil is pretty much Red Bull kingdom um, in the modern era. So I don't know. We'll see. And it's like, it's sick to see Maybe how mature Turkey. both of them are being. Lewis and nice. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they've had a few incidents, but I mean, overall, they seem to yeah. respect each other. Besides, and like, give each other about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Race, you know? I think they definitely still have that respect. Mm-hmm. But you know, they they are still gonna like play on the whole like rivalry thing. They they make sly comments. Yeah. They, yeah, they hit at each other. But at the end of the day, I don't think there's any. I don't know. Hamilton 
Rosberg or even Prasenna seemed a lot more hostile. Yeah, at least, <laughs> so, at, least at this they point. They were throwing cats at definitely. each other. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> way more hostile. I mean, we're still only, what, like three quarters of the way through the season. Yeah, we have about we seven have, races left. There's so much that can going happen in the next happen. few years, too. Only I mean, a two-point two difference. Years, that's just the beginning of this, of this rivalry. Yeah. yeah, Lewis is here till what, 2022, no? That's his current contract. 2023, I think. I think. 23. Is yeah. 23? Yeah, because he has he signed on for Great. 22 and 23. <laughs> Two more years. It'll be interesting though with the more equal cars. There's gonna be so many new players, right? And the championship. And I mean, fight. you see all these young people starting to perform. Lando's performing. Leclerc, when he's not making mistakes, is performing. Russell looks like Russell's, he's Russell's gonna, gonna, gonna go dog. He's going number. crazy. Yeah. Signs is getting comfortable in the Ferrari. Like it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I mean it's all on the team it's not be as clear to build great cars, but if they if they can nail the regs, we can have some really intense championship battles great with like regs. several contenders, not just two people. Yeah, I think that'll be good for the sport though. That'd you be know, crazy. like where like how in two thousand seven or two thousand eight, like the champion only had like four or five race wins, you know? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. That just shows like how hard how closely match the top yeah, contenders exactly. are. So yeah. I think it's good for the sport. I think I don't know, maybe sometime in the 2020s decade, you might even see like a, a golden age, quote unquote, for F1 in terms of its like peak popularity. Yeah. And even like this racing. year, we finally see what, I don't know, Kev, you might be able to answer this, but we finally see like the first season in a minute to go to hopefully the last race. Yeah, I think the last time I went down to the last race was 2014. Yeah, and, that, um, that's a while Yeah, now. Hamilton, yeah. Rosberg. It's, yeah, I think it's always finished early. The previous year, so we're so, finally getting some competition for stopping and yeah. Lewis. Is I mean, as a Lewis, definitely been a treat. And Mercedes <laughs> fan, I have to say, it's it's good. It's nice to see what Verstappen and Red Bull are able to do. You know, mm-hmm. we've touched on this before, but the end of the 2020 season, we really didn't think that much was going to change, right? We didn't think the regulations would affect the um the high rate cars, uh, I believe, or is it low rate? The Mercedes and low rate, yeah, low yeah. rate. Um, it hit them a lot harder than we thought. Red Bull yeah. rode the momentum from. Abu Dhabi um, 2020 into this season. So giving us a good fight and probably a rivalry for the ages. We'll see. Uh, yeah, for, we'll see how many more times like Max and Lewis collide because there's got to be one more. It's going to keep happening, I think. Yeah. Huh? This is not the last we've seen. No, definitely. Monzo's not the last time it's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. So where, where, where do we think it's going to happen? I oh, think that's a tough question. I'm going to I'm gonna tell you. Left? I could Turkey. see. Okay. We have Turkey, Mexico, Brazil, Austin, Coda, yeah. Jeddah. Brazil, Abu Dhabi. I see a Brazil. It's gonna crash. be like no wheel to wheel action. I hope it doesn't happen. For I was gonna say safety. Brazil too. I think so. I feel like Brazil. There should be push. He's gonna bump his like his right rear wheel. That's how Lewis likes to take out a Red Bull. <laughs> and plus, they'll be more aggressive because the second a lot. I mean, if the point differential if, if is still yeah, this close, they're gonna be, be aggressive as fuck. Yeah. That, that but I'll that see. makes maybe uh, last lap of last race they collide. Jesus. I don't know. <laughs> It's gonna Jesus. be. Int- it's definitely some, gonna be. Some a, fucking it's Damon going to Hill, the last Michael Schumacher race. shit. <laughs> For real, Jesus. It's going to the last race, yeah. whether we like it. Or yeah, not. no matter what. I mean, yeah. this this is gonna be an entertaining. It's only a two develop. point difference, bro. Like, yeah, I mean, it, they're so closely yeah. matched right now. I, uh, I can't wait to see how the season turns out. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting, but <laughs> there's only one way to find out. For sure, we have an exciting season. Time travel. Us. Yeah, time travel. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys for uh, tuning yeah, into this episode listening. of the Lights Out F1 podcast and uh, hearing our thoughts on some of F1's best title rivalries. Yeah, have a good one. Thank you.